You may think that church is a place to worship and a place for spiritual growth. And you're right. It is. But part of the journey to spiritual growth is being committed to the cause of Christ, and that always requires action on your part. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. We have a lot of guys that, uh, here at Bethesda that love to play golf, but here's a story about someone who is a little too obsessive about the game. A golfer and his buddies were playing a round of golf. <clears throat> at the 18th green, the golfer went to take his final putt to win the game. When he noticed a funeral procession passing by, the golfer set down his club, took off his hat, placed it over his chest and waited in silence until the funeral procession completely went by. Then he picked up his putter and went back to line up his putt. One of his buddies said, that was the most touching thing that I've ever seen for you to stop playing long enough to pay your respects. And the golfer said, well, it was the least I could do. I was married to her for 25 years. What? (laughs) Okay, well, you might find it interesting to to know that the format that we used this weekend for our round of golf at uh, the Bethesda Men's Retreat is called the four-man scramble. How many have heard of of what a four-man scramble is? Well, what a scramble means is that we play in groups of four and everyone hits a shot. Then we choose the location of whoever hit the best shot and we proceed to the ball and then we all hit the next shot from that location. Then we repeat the process throughout the game. And let me tell you, it's amazing how much better the score is (laughs) when you play this way. In fact... Even Tiger Woods would have a hard time beating amateurs like us using this team approach to golf. So it occurred to me yesterday while playing with my three partners how well this demonstrates what power there is in a team effort and how critical it is to be a team player in our spiritual life. Now I'm pretty sure that most of us don't realize what a team effort is required to function in excellence here at Bethesda. But I can tell you, it takes the teamwork of many committed people to prepare and perform all the programs that you and I take for granted. And the only thing that's needed to advance these programs in either size or quality is simply the addition of more team players. Now, I know that many of you are already on the team out here. But for those of you who find yourself presently on the sidelines, 
I want you to think about something. You may think that church is a place to worship and a place for spiritual growth. And you're right. It is. But part of the journey to spiritual growth is being committed to the cause of Christ and that always requires action on your part. You see, we become whatever we are truly committed to. It's a proven fact that people want to be committed to something that gives significance to their life. And you tell me if there's anything more significant than our expression of faith in Jesus to other people. The key to our future here at Bethesda is commitment. It's always been the difference maker. We've seen that ordinary people with commitment can accomplish extraordinary things. And I can see, barely, with the lights here, dozens of people out there right now who are already having a major impact through ministries both inside and outside of Bethesda's reach. They inspire me no end. But they all share one thing in common, and that's their commitment to make a difference for Jesus Christ. I hope you'll consider getting involved. We don't need a church of committees. We need a church of the committed. And I want you to know that we could use more good team players. And there's lots of other things that I could tell you that makes up the qualities of a good teammate. But the most important one is commitment. So whatever area the Lord could be leading you today, I pray that you'll find the courage to commit. That's what he did for you, you know. And the greatest gift that you could ever give Jesus is a committed you. So I promise that once you do that, that in the words of Pastor Des Evans, something good will happen in Jesus' name. Do you think we ever need to remind God of anything? You might think that's a strange question. Well, we remind God of His promises because God wants us to know what He has promised us. Stay tuned to learn more. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? <laughs> I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top ten ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top ten ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number ten, when your twin sister forgets your birthday. Number nine, you know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. That's right. Number eight, you're having a bad day. You call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight, and when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. (laughs) Number seven, it's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. 
Number six, your doctor tells you you're in excellent health for someone twice your age. It's a bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. <laughs> Number four, it's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. <laughs> Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. <laughs> Number two, you know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day, when your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. Yeah, that would be bad. Okay, but let's face it. We all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there. But so often, we don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what he says. And he said he'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in his word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all his promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of his promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of his promises because God wants us to. Not because he can't remember what he promised. But because God wants us to know what he promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God. For him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises. But the word shows us that we have to go after them. That we have to get his attention. You know, you, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life. All the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to, to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says, yes. And then we say, amen. We've got it. I claim your promise in Jesus' name. 
Now, you may say, well, I pray and I read the Word, and sometimes I still don't feel like He's listening. Well, you know, the Word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like He's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust Him and His promises no matter how you feel. That's when He wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind Him that He promised He would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind Him that He promised He would inhabit the praises of His people. And that's when He wants to come through. And that's when He has to come through. Because all His promises are true. Dwight Moody once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift His promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All His promises are true. Say that with me. All His promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord Himself made. He said, there are many rooms in my Father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you so that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one, it tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Where would we be without God's forgiveness? Coming up next, learn how important it is to give forgiveness to someone who has hurt you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. How many of you are thankful for the saving grace of God that forgave you of your sins? I know I am, and I'm sure that you are. It's an easy question to answer where we would be 
Without God's forgiveness, we would be nowhere. We'd be lost. So I want to talk about forgiveness for just a moment, but not the receiving kind. I want to talk about how important it is to give forgiveness. You see, we've all done wrong, and we've all been wronged. But most of us are better at asking forgiveness for what we've done wrong than forgiving those who have wronged us. Many believe that we don't have to consider forgiving until someone who's done us wrong comes up to us and asks for it. But forgiveness should start with us. And it's important for us to move past anger and bitterness in our life. And believe it or not, some of us don't even know how to forgive. And for many of us, it's very difficult to forgive. But you know, I believe the Word shows us that we have to forgive. That it's not an option not to forgive. I discovered something this week. I, I went to the Word to read the Lord's Prayer. And that's the prayer that we say together here each and every Sunday. And what is referred to as the Lord's Prayer is found in two places. Once in the book of Matthew, and then again in Luke. And what was going on is the Lord was teaching the people the right way to pray. And in the Lord's Prayer, we are to pray that God forgive us our sins. And sometimes it says, it translates as trespasses. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those that sin against us. And what I discovered is that in Matthew, at the end of the prayer, the very next verse says this. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But, it goes on, if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And to be honest with you, in the Bible I was reading, you can't even tell if the Lord's Prayer was meant to end without including this verse. So the Lord himself thought that our need to forgive others is so important to have a relationship with him that he repeated it and he reemphasized it when he taught us how to pray. So we have to forgive. And here are a few things to remember about forgiveness. The first thing is forgiveness is a choice. It's not an emotion. It's an act of our will. It takes faith to forgive because your heart and mind doesn't feel like it. If you're hurt and holding on to anger and resentment towards someone, you're already suffering the consequences of your unforgiveness, and those around you can tell it. When you forgive by faith, out of obedience to the Lord, that's when you begin the journey of God supernaturally changing your heart. And the next thing is that one of the greatest misconceptions about forgiveness is the belief that forgiving the offender means you condone the offense. When we forgive, we let the person off the hook. But we don't condone their wrongful act. And in fact, forgiving someone doesn't mean that you necessarily have to reconcile with them. Because forgiveness is a very personal matter. It's about finding peace over a person and their actions. It's about making a choice and letting it go. I love this old saying. 
goes like this. It says, There is no revenge so complete as forgiveness. You may have to think about that a second. There is no revenge so complete as forgiveness. And finally, we have to remember that forgiveness is a miracle. We know this because our hope, our salvation, our future is based on what Christ did to forgive us. So when we forgive and we demonstrate a characteristic of Christ that we could never do all by ourselves. You see, forgiveness isn't just writing off a wrong as if it was no big deal or, if it, or like it just didn't matter. Forgiveness says, yes, it was wrong, and yes, it didn't matter, and yes, it did hurt, but I release it in Jesus' name. And that's when the miracle of forgiveness happens, and that's when healing starts to begin in your life. The Word says that Christ comes to heal and restore the brokenhearted. So whatever you have that's holding you back, whatever someone's done to you that you can't get past, it starts with making the choice to forgive. It's not hard once you take that first step, and you can do it. And you need to remember this. You'll never forgive anyone as much as God has forgiven you. You might ask, how can I know for sure that I really forgive someone? You'll know the same way you knew when God forgave you. You'll be free from the hurt and the pain and the bitterness that your unforgiveness had you bound in. We have to forgive. And I know there is freedom for you today if you're struggling in that area of your life. I love this saying too about forgiveness, and I think it's Corey Tinboom who gets the credit for it. She said this, Forgiveness is setting a prisoner free and then realizing the prisoner was you. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.